So, I want to jump right into business. Okay. I want to discuss a rebrand. Okay, we're going to rebrand it. You're right with that? I'm okay with it. I'm open to anything. Really. I expected some pushback. So I may push back later. The way the rebrand works is twofold. One... Do we get sweatshirts? We should get sweatshirts. That's not part of the twofold thing. Oh. One is that I think that we start marketing this podcast as more of a cultural podcast. A reflection of our culture. Are we not doing this already? We kind of are, but I don't think it's. I don't think it's really. It's not in the genetics of what we do. Yeah, I think people just don't like us. No, I think. Well, you know what? That's fine. So it's the culture of unlikable friends, yeah. ragtag friends, for unlikable ragtag friends that are so that are unlike us too. No, I think that people. It's basically we are representatives of a community. Let's tap into that community. Have we found who that community is? Because I don't know if we have. Hence the rebrand. <laughs> okay. Second thing, I want to start each podcast with an obscure cultural video that we play directly into the microphone. Ready? I'm ready. My name is Jane Marple. Killed upstream, dumped in the river. And the scratches on his neck. I, I wonder, were they made by the dead man or by a possible assailant? Well, you had a good look, did you? He was murdered, I'm quite sure of it. There we go. <laughs> That's a preview for uh, Marple. Miss Marple. Miss Marple, the Agatha, Agatha Christie adaptation. I really think that the more we dive into the obscurity of things, the more our obscurity will shine through. I think it's more alienating to people. But that's what brings them in. Okay. No, rebrand. All right. Hashtag rebrand. Hashtag rebrand. Also, we should just hashtag trending topics on Twitter just to get ourselves up there. Why don't people do that anyway? People do do that. Oh. <laughs> I don't use Twitter That's right why now. people follow me on Instagram. Oh. I mean, I have good pictures on Instagram, too. How many pictures do you take? I don't take that. I, I was, I've uh, stopped for a while. But. Do you ever tag the podcast? No. Hmm. Why would I tag the podcast? No one's following our podcast on Instagram. No, but you tag the podcast and then people will, your followers will migrate over. Synergy. Hashtag rebrand. I don't know how that, if that's how it works. Okay. Well, anyway, we're just discussing the rebrand, jumping right into business. Hashtag rebrand. But I think another part of the rebrand is I'm going to refine our peer segment and our news segments and combine them into one. Peer news. It's called peers on the front, actually. <laughs> okay. But it could be easily peer news. <laughs> no, we, no. We could workshop the Please, titles. peers, peers so on what the I front. Did, so what I did for peers on the front is I set up... A Can it be peers from the front? I'd allow it. Because I think you're playing on news from the front. That's what I thought I was doing. Yeah. Okay. So what I did was I set up a Google alert for any news that had the word peer in it. Oh, that's smart. But by Google alert, what I actually did was this afternoon I just... Google searched uh, peer and saw what came Okay, out. yeah, that's close. So I thought we would go through This Week in Peers. This Week in Peers. Why is that the name of the segment? Because, mm, <laughs> no, no, we already no, committed. Yeah, we already what, committed. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, Beaufort uh, in Carteret County. Carteret, Carteret County. Don't hurt yourself. Well, all our Beaufort listeners know how to say it. Uh, six people were pearl- pulled from the water when a small dock collapsed around 8 p.m. Wednesday at a popular Beaufort waterfront restaurant. Ben, what are your thoughts? Were there injuries? Did someone die? 
So they, oh, According yeah. to the Beaufort Fire Department, no injuries were reported. They were when a small finger pier collapsed at the spouter in around sunset. A finger pier? Yeah. Well, that seems just structurally unsafe to begin with. Oh, you think it refers to the type of supports it has? I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't think it looked like a finger. People on the dock dropped about four feet into the water, but officials say they were treated on scene and released. You know what? Thank God someone's reporting this hard-hitting news story. I really, I would say so. Can you imagine being, I mean, if I were on a pier... Somebody spent some time writing that story. It's very brief. It's very, it's like three paragraphs. But I mean, they made some calls. (laughs) Yeah. Is there a quote from a victim? Um, Can I call them that if they have victim? (laughs) No, but the building inspectors say that by code, the dock was designed to carry a specific load per square foot. Does not say if they exceeded that. But I like this means that the journalist in question made a call to the building code. It might have been a slow day in Beaufort. I think every day might be a slow day in Beaufort. All right, so the second news story. There's three. We're going to bring three. That's fine. Um, (laughs) This is from the Sun Sentinel. I realize that when I take pictures, I actually take pictures. Yeah, I I wanted to say that. There's, there's, he's holding a phone that has pictures of a conspiracy. Computer, computer screen. Yeah, taking pictures of the computer screen. You know, your phone can go on the internet too. Yeah, but this way I have them ready to go. I don't understand. I don't see the problem. <laughs> oh yeah, the no. problem though. You, is that no, I you're right. I, I I'm, bro- I'm off base. The here. problem is that I don't have the headline. <laughs> yeah, you know, your computer and your phone can do the same thing. May I continue? No. Yes. Why fly all the way to an airport when you can just get dropped off at your hotel's backyard? Luxury travelers looking to stay at Key West's Casa Marina Resort now have that option, the Miami Herald reports. Use a boat. <laughs> no, the hotel is the first in Key West to offer the experience, which includes airfare for two guests on a seaplane from most Florida airports directly to the Waldorf Astoria Restaurants Pier. That sounds really pricey. <laughs> the price? $6,250. Yeah, I'm going to pass. Oh, you're going to pass. Yeah. Oh, let's do it as like a buy and sell segment. Ben, you buy this story? Buy or sell? I, don't, I never understand these segments. <laughs> what does that mean? Is it like a pro or are you pro or anti? I, I, like, like, would you I have, think this story is making good points to the wrong people. That's a good, that's, I don't know yeah. what that means, but. That will go on our sweatshirt. Um, <laughs> so you're going to sell, you're going to sell. Would you have bought, I'm going to sell. You're going to buy or sell the first story though. I'm not going to buy that pier, but I'll buy the story. Buy this. We're talking about the stories. We're not that, was a, that was a, just a good tagline. Yeah. I was. Uh, third one is from the San Diego Union Tribune. <laughs> You're having a hard time reading these. Well, because it's actually, I was reading it from the URL, and all the letters <laughs> seem to just blur together. Oh, man. Uh, a dolphin beached on the sand north of Scripps Pier Monday night got some help from concerned onlookers who eased it back into the ocean. Irene McCormick said that she and her brother were walking on the beach around 7.30 p.m. when they came across a group of eight or nine people who were trying to move the mammal back into the surf. Ben, buy or sell this story? I don't buy it. You know why? Why is why are they getting the credit? There are people already there. That's a very, very good point. <laughs> wait, wait, did it take two more people to help move the dolphin? She said a man ran down the path from the Scripps Institution of Oceanography, emptied his pockets, and took off his shirt before diving into the cold water to help the dolphin that the group had been struggling with near the shoreline. So it was already in the water. I'm, I don't understand the geography of the story. Uh, I think it's poorly written. So you're going to sell. I'd sell. It's all right. I hope the dolphin made it. 
So for those listeners at home, this is two buys and one sell. No, I'm sorry. It's no. two sells and one buy. Yeah. Wow. You got that as wrong as you could get it. So not a good week in peers, I would say. I don't think we're going to get a positive peer story just by the uh, environment of local news these days. I look forward to seeing how this plays out in the long run after our hashtag rebrand. Um, <laughs> the audio hashtags work? Yeah, we don't need to do anything. <laughs> okay. So the last order of business that I wanted to go through Good. was our summer checklist. Do you recall? Oh, yes, I do. I don't recall what I said I assume for everything. So. so I wanted to run through and see kind of what our progress was. I know we did... Um, would I be messing things up if I said the thing that I remember? No. Baseball games. Well, yes, but we said five baseball games. Yeah. We've done three? That's... We're ahead of the curve. Yeah, I guess we are ahead of the by, curve. Okay. By June... So we've done five baseball games. End of June? Also on our list. I'm just going to ignore who wrote We haven't done five baseball games. No. We've done three. So we, no one's gone to the top of the monument. I, I've done that already. That, that was your thing. Yes. That was your thing. Uh, I don't like I haven't taken a nap in the grass. But I Itchy. Can, Again. I can I, knock that on. I'm going to sell day. that one. I have had a street dog. So I X that off. What? Yeah. Don't eat the dogs. No, it was delicious. <laughs> haven't had a picnic. Haven't been to the Renwick. No. Haven't gone stand-up paddleboarding. Ugh, um, the last two on the list are Keeping Up with Game of Thrones episodes. We've been good on yes, that front. Yes, really good. So the one that requires us to stay indoors. Yeah, I'm glad that I said that one. And the last one on the list was punctual podcast releases. Ooh. Yeah, we're... <laughs> rough. We're, we're um, rough. Struggling on that front, but I think we're going to get better. Yeah. Should we announce the news that we just were talking about before the podcast? Yeah. So we're going to be discontinuing our longstanding and dearly beloved franchise, Eat Hair, Grow Hair. Uh, we're going to have one final short well, abbreviated goodbye. We have one at, at time of recording. We have one unreleased episode. Right. That'll actually, I think we've got, sorry, we've got a peer pressure episode to post first. But they will have, they'll know that, that that's a already. Yes. And then, so we've got a great episode on hats and wigs. It's, it's, it's good. And then we're going to have a final uh, farewell uh, send-off. Yeah. We appreciate all of, I mean, our fans and community are really what made that podcast go away so quickly. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We got a lot of hate mail. <laughs> like Some people just sent us hair. Yeah. We don't eat hair. <laughs> like, I don't understand why that's... No thanks. Right. Uh, but we're going to be trying some new stuff. Yeah, I think we're going to do some experimental things. We're just going to do stuff with sound. Just like more art pieces? Yeah. Yeah. Um, clicking. Some some clicking, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so stay tuned for that. Well, don't, I, don't unsubscribe. I think we're, our numbers are going to plummet after Eater Greyheart goes away. But hopefully we brought some people in. We brought some good, some I, good, some yeah, good Americans in. I'm sure... And people from elsewhere. An individual is listening. Right. Um, should we dive into the beat, the main beat of the episode? Main beat. Let's open our beers. Please. Should I go first? How does it sound? Good. Sound good. I hope it's different, but there Mine was a twist off. Oh, do we want to do this unboxing? Hmm. Yes, please. I got a package. Today. I got a package. We're going to unbox it. Unboxing videos, as Ben goes, I'm going to explain the cultural significance of this. Unboxing videos are all the rage. It's People a, love to see. Plastic. You got to describe. Oh, uh, Ben opened up the outer plastic and is now um, reaching in and Ooh, taking out the inner plastic. Oh, thing. I really, it really, it smells bad. Does it? It looks 
like... I'm not getting any odors. Waft. Wow. Oh, no, that's... Yeah, that's bad. Um, I ordered pants. They're jeans. They're jeans, yeah. Um, now he's ripping off some uh, tape. Unboxing videos on YouTube are all the rage, so I figure why not do it on a podcast? I haven't seen any podcast unboxings. Yeah. Um, How do they look? I, I mean, they're the size. I need to try them on, really. They're <laughs> jeans. I haven't bought much clothes online, that, like jeans-wise, pants-wise. Um, but I haven't bought like a new pair of jeans in a long time. Possible podcast idea, pants-wise. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds good. I think uh, we just review <laughs> and wear pants. We just wear, I'm wearing pants right now. I'm wearing sweatpants. Anyways, I bought, <laughs> I bought, I bought jeans because uh, I need a new pair of jeans, wearing, th- wearing through a lot of jeans, uh, and I didn't want to buy expensive ones. And I also, uh, Target only sells Wrangler jeans. Yeah, that's why I bought my Wrangler jeans. I don't want to, I don't want those. Oh, sorry, you're getting a text. Excuse me, it's, uh, it's the lineup for the Boston Astros game tonight. I'm putting my phone on airplane mode. Boston's hyphen Astros. It's not the Boston Astros. That would have been confusing for yeah. our uh, the few fans in batting the batting first. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> All right. Can we jump on to one of my segments? Yeah. Like I said, they're good ones this week. Pick a number. Good ones. You want me to go first if yours are good? No. We'll start with something good. Okay. Uh, right. Um, I'm going to go with number two. Number two. This is a new segment. Good. Called Sample Size 2. <laughs> I like it already. Sample Size 2 is a segment where... I can only ben, assume that we're the segments. Sample we're the sa- Yeah. No, it's it's you and I yeah. answering questions that a lot of brands and researchers would really like to know. And we're oh, kind of... It's like we, a public service. It's a public service. We're, we're a sample of the population at large. We are. But there's only two of us. But well, we're a sample. Statistically significant. Right. So we got a couple um, questions that cover really... Up and coming areas that I think the world wants to know a lot about. Um, right. Do you want me to like give long answers? I don't know what the questions are, but you want long answers no, or I would say like me- medium, answers? medium to short answers. Like I mean, this All is right. for researchers out there. They don't want to. They don't have to quantify. I just do want qualitative data or quantitative data. None of these are going to be qualitative. They're all going to be quantitative. Do you know that ever to do those? <laughs> I really do. Can I just go into the questions? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Question number one: How do you eat your corn? How do I eat my corn? Yeah. On the cob. Interesting. I get my corn from a can. So, uh, corn industry out there, which is really big, especially out in the Midwest. Uh, shout out to the states in the Midwest. Name three. Idaho. Minneapolis. Idaho is <laughs> I mean, no. No. That's not the Midwest. Is it really not? It's that, pretty great, far west. Great Plains? Oh, Midwest, I guess, would be Illinois, Indiana, Ohio. Illinois, yeah. Is that what I said? Yeah. Ohio is also a breadbasket state. Anyway, we're getting off topic because we're offering some really interesting data on the corn industry. Half of America eats their corn on the cob. Half of their America, America eats their corn from a can. No other ways to eat it. No, no other ways Moving on. to eat it. Number, question number two. How long do you spend in the shower? Ooh, I love showers. So it can be a long time, mm-hmm. but normally I think I'm probably between 10 and 15 minutes. Wow. I'm upwards of 20. So uh, plot those data points and see where that line takes you. 
On to question number three. I mean, wish, I wish, given the time, 20, 30, it's fine. I generally am late to work. <laughs> question number three. Uh, how many spoons of peanut butter do you eat? <laughs> uh, is there a time period? <laughs> uh, there's not for this question. Uh, so I'm going to go up from, uh, so at a time, one spoon of peanut butter. Uh, you can stop after one. <laughs> I, I have self-control. I do four or five spoons. That's insane. So, on average, Americans eat 2.5 spoons of peanut butter per sitting. That's amazing. <laughs> do you realize how valuable this data is? I mean, GIF is eating this up. I believe it's just GIF. One <laughs> of these. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I thought that we can just... You know, one of our segments can be really just to help out. Oh, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's not a very long one segment. <laughs> no, no. But I think we gave some good information. We really did. All right, let's jump on to your segment number three. Oh, I can't remember which order I put them in. Uh, sorry, this is very unprofessional. I did not have my notes up. Also, I have 4% battery life. Um, Memorize them now. Or go into airplane mode. Maybe stop uh, reading about baseball games. Number three? Number three. Peer reviews. I don't remember what that is. <laughs> it's, I, I have a topic for us to review and we review them. P-E-E-R. Okay. Oh, of course. We should do Was more. Was that three E's? P-E-E-R, no. <laughs> but common mistake, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes people think a P is also an E. I did, in that yeah. instance. What are we reviewing? Candles. Anti. You're anti-candle. One out of five candles. No, one out of five lumens is my rating. <laughs> lumens. Interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I say use them if you have to. Why would you have to use a candle? If the lights go out. Use a flashlight. In some parts of the world referred to as candles. No. Yes. Torches. No, that's it. <laughs> um... No, I don't know. Like, you're dealing with wax everywhere. You're dealing with flames. I, can't, I like the wax if you get it on your fingers. No, that's what I want to avoid. I also think, like, birthday candles, as if, cut that out. Oh, I don't, I'm anti-birthday candle. Okay, so we can agree with that. I'm pro, like, give me a stocky candle. I like smelling candles. I can candles. really get, sink my teeth into. Back in the day, you and I used to go to uh, Bed Bath & Beyond and just smell the candles for hours. We did. I wish that yeah. was untrue. But it, no, it actually I, is. I, I don't wish that. Yeah. Um, it was great. So do you have a candle for us to look at? No, it's not a specific candle. It's the concept of candles. Pay attention. Sorry. Then the concept <laughs> this of candles... Isn't, I, this isn't objective perspective. Right, it's not. There's no objective perspective today. Spoilers. Um, I maintain my one out of five star... My one out of five lumens. Uh, <laughs> I think that candles are a waste of wax... Uh, a waste of... <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. We have to dive into this. What would you rather use the wax for? One, first of all... There's one right answer. First of all, I would leave it to the bees. Okay. Second of all, I would use it to waterproof uh, old wooden ships. That seems like not a great waterproofing technique. They used to use wax and I believe pitch. I don't know what that is. I think it's associated with tar. I think tar and pitch are different. I, I, that's why I said associated with. Okay. Okay. Uh, the correct answer is to coat baby bells. Oh, is that the same kind of wax? Is we it gotta, all wax the same? We got to bring a wax expert on. 
I don't think it's all the same. Oh, a Wexpert. No, don't get your portmanteaus out of here. There are some literary devices that work well I'm on. Coming po- up to pull it up to the portmanteau. There's, there's some literary devices that work well on podcasts. Portmanteaus are not one of them, sir. <laughs> Automatopias. Automatopias are fine. Bang. Spelling puns are fine. <laughs> Unboxing videos are fine, but portmanteaus. No, sir. Uh, I couldn't work one in there. No, you could not. <laughs> what was your rating for the candle? Uh, I'm going to give it, just to counter your extremely low rating. That's not how ratings work. Three and a half lumens. All right. So, on average, Americans rate <laughs> No, this candles. is not. <laughs> this is not sample size of two. Or was that the name of it? Sample size colon two. Okay. Colons don't work well on podcasts. Semicolons work Ew. great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, work great is a better way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's let's move, let's move on. Uh, pick a pick a number. Uh, three. Damn it! I want you to pick one. One's the best one. All right. Three is an oldie but a goodie. Wine help. Oh. This episode reds only. Reds only. Yeah. Not. Just reds only. <laughs> Yeah, no, I... All right, good. <laughs> um, so okay. for those unfamiliar with wine help, I this need... This is of the 1850s. I need help with my wines. Uh, not afraid to admit it. I don't know what wines are, what they do, why people like them, or how to choose good ones. You definitely don't know how to choose good ones. So uh, a couple weeks ago, we had uh, wine help whites only. <laughs> um, that was a really informative segment where Ben told me all about white wines, and now we're talking about the reds. Yeah. Uh, what specifically do you want to know? What are they? What do I need to know? Why do I would, why would I drink them? So reds are great because they don't need to be refrigerated. Oh, that's a bonus. Do white wines need to be refrigerated or are they just preferred to be had to on ice or cold? Not on ice. That's too cold. Um, I think they all probably have, I'm pretty sure they all have like a temperature you're supposed to have them at. Um, uh, but generally... Reds, room temperature is the way to go. Is that the only reason people prefer red wine? That is not the only reason. Why else? Because they are uh, a very full flavor. Uh, I know you don't like tannins, but some people like tannins. I hate tannins. (laughs) Uh, Hate them. Yeah, no, I think they're great uh, in sangria also. Oh, I do like sangria. Yeah. Uh, Root word based off of sangre, meaning blood in Latin. Yeah. Yes, that's true. It is. Oh, cool. Uh, uh, etymology, also good on podcasts. Good. I'm Entomology, bad, bad on podcasts. Bad on podcasts. Um, so what are the types of red wine I need to know? Uh, so, again, it's very subjective. What are the big three? Whew, whew. Merlot is a big one. Merlot. I don't like Merlots. But some people do. Yes. Okay. Uh... uh I'm, I'm blanking here. I want to say Sauvignon Blanc, but that's white. <laughs> what a Pinot? Pinot, no. Pinot Noir? Pinot Noir. Yeah, that's the one. So is Pinot a type of grape then? Because there's also Pinot yes. Blanc or Pinot Grigio. Pinot Grigio. Yes. Okay. Uh, red wines generally come from red grapes. I don't think that's true. I, white, think, it, I think it is. White wines don't come from white grapes. I think white, it, no, I the think difference between red wine and white wine is that uh, red wine keeps the skin on the grape and white oh, wine takes the right. skin off. You're right. You're right. You're right. Wow. You're right. How the tables have turned. 
The student has become the master. Well, what, what else do you want to know about red except wines? Except pick me out a wine, and you wouldn't be able to do it. No. <laughs> so what? what is, uh, last part of wine help, what does one look for when looking for a red wine? Uh, again, very subjective. You kind of have to try out a bunch to figure out which one's your favorite. My favorite is Malbec's. Love me a Malbec. I thought that was a white wine. No. Oh. It's a red. Is Malbanc a white wine? No. What am I thinking of? Any, anything, <laughs> I don't know, any white wine. Okay. Um, uh, Malbec. Okay. And like, yeah. should, should I go for the cheapest stuff or should I go for the expensive stuff? Uh, I, I, I think I dispensed this knowledge to you recently, but if you're on a date maybe and you're trying to impress somebody, well not impress them, but you're trying to get some wine and not look cheap, you order the second cheapest wine. Oh, you did impart that wisdom to me. You did. Because then they won't be like, oh, this guy's just being cheap. It's like, oh, he must know that wine. Do you get glasses or a bottle for the table? You ask your, your friend that you're with if what they want. I ask, I ask them to buy it for me. <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying you, you can't just order a bottle of wine. That's pretty presumptuous. Or they think that you're an alcoholic. Uh, Either way. <laughs> Bad news bears on that front. Bad news bears. All right. Well, thank you. I feel prepared to go out into the world of wine. I think you should just try a bunch. The next wine help that we do is going to be on pairings. Can it be on sparkling wines? Maybe sparkling wines. Or pairings. That's fine. I don't know much about pairings. One of those two. I know. Some. Or potentially a third one that I would go oh, with. Speaking of pairings, reds go well with uh, red meat. Okay. Generally. Okay. Speaking very generally. What would I drink if I'm eating, like, a papaya salad? A papaya salad? Yeah. I think you'd probably want to go with a, with a white. Okay. Uh, that's because it's lighter. I will, I will heed that. I will heed it. Yeah. You generally want your food to match your wine uh, color-wise. And not the other way around. No. <laughs> right. We'll start from the wine. Start from the wine. Okay, let's move on to another one of your segments. Let's go up to segment number one. Segment number one is an oldie but a goodie. It's Wheel of Television. Wheel of Television, 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 Television. Oh, sorry. I was thinking of... You were thinking of the other thing. The other thing. What's the other thing? Trial by board games. Trial by board games, yeah. No, we can't have two things that both use no. that effect. But I'm glad that you did that. Yeah. All okay. right. Well, I can't look at the screen for this. Um, I'll brief everyone, though. So for, for Wheel of Television... Uh, I don't need to move this. <laughs> I just wanted to point it directly towards me. For Wheel of Television... You also need to lean in. Ben, ben <laughs> randomizes uh, some numbers and picks some randomized uh, items off a list. And we use those items to craft a television pitch. Um, so far, no takers yet. We've had a lot of interest, but no takers. Yeah. We had a meeting with, uh, Freeform. Oh, ABC Family. Yeah. Well, it's Freeform. It's Freeform to me. Uh, uh, all right. Let's do, um, let's, uh, let's find out what our location is first. Um, I forget what I picked. Uh, the last two were seven and two. But I don't remember what the first one was. So why don't you just... Five. Uh, so the location is a tropical island. Tropical island. Okay. Uh, somewhat tired of a trope, but we can revitalize it a little bit. Let's pick uh, number one, main character. 
the the main character will be a Civil War veteran. Interesting. Civil War veteran. Yeah. Interesting. Let's pick uh, the supporting character, please. And that is a newly self-aware Google. Interesting. Interesting. You really boxed me into a time bubble here. Did I? To use an industry term. <laughs> so. <laughs> I boxed you into a bubble? A time bubble, specifically. Which are cubes. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so we're on a desert island, which is good because we can kind of. I said tropical island, sir. What's the difference, please? A desert island is an island that is a desert. Can you use it in a sentence, please? Des- desert island? Yes. Oh, look, we're on a desert island. I understand. Uh, but I'm on a tropical island now for this one, right? Yes. Okay. So being that we're on a tropical island, I think that we can have a little bit of supernatural elements because people come to expect that based off of the critically acclaimed series Lost, which Ben and I actually initially designed and pitched to ABC. It was stolen out from under us by J.J. Abrams. We hold a grudge. Um, but we're not going to do Lost. We're in some different. We're going to have an island that is... Um, that pulls important people to it so that they can... Okay, we need some backstory. So this island for a really long time has been kind of the, the, the source of all evil in the world. And there's kind of a cork keeping that evil in. There's a guardian of this island that keeps that cork in place and keeps that evil in check. And they need to, uh, throughout history, pull people to the island to replace them. So, but this island also sometimes jumps through time and space. So you can bring people there from different periods of time. So we've got sometimes people coming in on aircraft that are crashing and that need to find their way home, but are actually going to be trapped on this island for a while. Right? You follow? (laughs) Yeah. I just want to say a lot of your ideas are pretty similar. (laughs) How is this similar to the other ones? Island-based ideas. Oh, (laughs) You know what? There might be similarities between this one and uh, Lost, the show. Yeah. No, I, got, I understood what you meant. All right. So, so we need to figure out a drama. If it's not going to be – or a genre. If it's not going to be a drama, if it's not going to be a comedy, it's a game show. Oh. So Google is newly sentient in real life. Mm. Google is going to be uh, – you bring hosts to a tropical island – yeah. Tropical paradise. Yeah. Uh, Google, this is like Temptation Island kind of. Google is going to be their host, putting them through challenges by uh, mapping all of their behaviors and computing the exact uh, com- competitions to put them through that will cause the most entertaining outcome. Yes. You're on board? I, I am following. The Civil War veteran. Hmm. <laughs> I would say, if you would like some help, please. Maybe Google decides that the most entertaining option is to travel through time to bring a Civil War veteran. This isn't a fictional show, though. This is like a reality show. Yeah, but Google's self-aware, so I feel like time travel is like not... Oh, you know what we're getting into? We're kind of getting into a Speaker of the Dead territory. Speaker of the Dead being the third book I didn't read that one. in the Ender's Game franchise that follows Ender. Keep in mind, there are two Ender's Game franchises, one of them that follows people on Earth. Uh, Speaker of the Dead, you've got a self-aware computer that is able to like compress time and Speaker space. Speaker of the Dead is the second one. 
What's the third one then? Xenocide. Xenocide's the fourth one. What's the second one? There's no way of knowing. Well, that yeah. checks out. All right. So anyway, um, no, I think that, uh, yeah, I don't think that if it's a reality show, Google travel through time, but I think that it could um, potentially composite oh. memories of people into like simulacrums. Yeah. And those simulacrums come forth. So I think, oh, here we go. The best way to make drama on this reality show is because one of the person's ancestors was a slave owner that owned another person's ancestors. <laughs> wow. Temptation Island. Yeah. Uh, so that happens. Uh, it was real controversial. Honestly, it's this is a ratings machine because all of a sudden they bring back this like ghost apparition of a Civil War veteran, and all of a sudden this bit of knowledge is revealed that uh, yeah there was slavery involved. Um, so that's the. I want to get too into the into what's, the weeds on that. What's the name? Um, Probably something... Uh, is it all slavery-based? No, it's not all slavery-based, but honestly, after the slavery season, that's kind of all people are going to want to see. Yeah. They try to do something with librarians, and it like just doesn't work. Right. Oh, I wouldn't watch that season. Um, interesting that your polar opposite idea from slavery is just librarians. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't have to buy or sell the books. Wow. <laughs> funny that you understand the concept of buying and selling now <laughs> i got well that's different <laughs> uh no i would call it um island uh da- data island data island I like no it. Mm, no maybe um data atoll okay that's okay you know like it data atoll of data maybe i don't like the two a's ending next to each other they take, unless they, they share, they unless tall. they share the they take tall. No, <laughs> no, they take tall. That's real locking it in. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, a tall. No data. It's called data hub. It's called data hub. Data hub. Yeah, I like it. Data hub. Are the um, people brought there against their will? No, they know that this is a reality competition, oh. and it's it's man versus man, but it's also man versus machine, and also kind of man versus nature, and sometimes man versus man because of the slavery thing. <laughs> Sometimes machine versus nature. On occasion. Yeah. I wouldn't rule it Sand out. Sand and Google can't mesh well. That's that's true. Mesh and Google can't mesh well. I think Google will handle mesh fine. Oh, that's true. I was thinking more of like a robot that like gets caught up in a screen door. <laughs> no, no. All right. Uh, let's move on to... Uh, let's, I'm glad we wrapped this one up in a nice bundle. Um, oh, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. All right. So my last one. Yeah. Which is something I'm very excited about. It's yeah. the return of a long-adored segment, Survival Man. I love it. I love Survival Man. And I've actually mapped out quite a story. Oh, goodness. Here's the scenario. Oh my Your God. phone rings because yeah. you forgot to put it on airplane mode. Hello? Right now. Hello? On the other side is the voice of Liam Neeson. He I'm, says, I don't know. I have a very specific <laughs> set of skills, skills, and I'm coming to get you open, Schultz. <laughs> Was that you fixing your Liam Neeson accent? I kind of adjusted it halfway through. Anyway, Liam Neeson, apparently from Taken, but it might just be him as the actor, is coming to kill you. Why did he call me first? Because that's his thing. Now, I don't believe it. Because he called me first. He shouldn't call me. So you think that we just sit right here? Yeah. If we just sit right here, 
You no, hear, no, okay, never mind. No, you committed. You hear a gunshot, <laughs> oh. a sniper bullet pierces through the window, and hits me in the head, I'm dead. <laughs> oh my god. So you know he's serious. What do you Does do? he want? Can I call him back? No, it was a block number. Oh my. Uh, I call 911. You pick up your phone and call 911. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and do you stay here? No. no. <laughs> after, you, after you got shot, Which I would you drag run? your body up the stairs. No, I'd I go upstairs. No, I wouldn't. The roof. You go to the roof again? The high ground. For Liam Neeson? Clearly that's his... Fine, you know what? Actually, I, I don't know where he is. You're right. It'd be a crazy shot from almost anywhere. Yeah, I mean, it's Liam Neeson from Taken. <laughs> I never saw Taken. It's exactly what you think it is. I don't want to see that movie. <laughs> so what, what do you do? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I go upstairs. Okay. No, too many... Into the basement? No. There's no way out in the basement. Can I make a recommendation? I would kill myself. (laughs) That's not what I was going to say. Go outside, man. Go into a public place. What? Yeah. He he clearly knows where you are. He is somewhere with a sniper rifle. Right, and he knows where you are. So you want to stay inside? You want to go to the roofs, which is his natural environment? No. Go outside. Just run really fast. He won't be able to shoot you. Maybe. Okay, it's okay. I'll take that suggestion. I'll go outside... I'll continue to be on the phone with 911. I don't think they're gonna. What are you gonna say? 911? Someone's shooting at me. What is your location? I'm running because someone's shooting at me. Shots fired. Thank you, ma'am. We I would say, officer, off- I would say officer. officer down if, if that would help. You think that would get police there faster? Yes. You think I'm a police officer? No. Then who's the officer it down? It would be a lie. Mm, you can't lie I in survival mode. I wouldn't run. <laughs> I would not run to the firefighters. Right, because he's probably... He's probably friends with them. Yeah. Can I make another suggestion? I don't... Run all the way... This is worse than the, like, magical... The dark magic is real. I would say run to the White House and jump the fence. Because then you get put in protective custody and at least you're safe. What if a dog bites me? They don't have dogs. Ow. Yeah, they do. Do they? Yeah. The guy... Oh, you mean Bo? (laughs) No... No, they, they also, they actually now have a barrier in front of the fence. I bet you could jump that too. I might I'm just saying you gotta get, one. you gotta get into police custody. That's what I'm saying. What if he's a cop? He probably was a cop. Ugh. I don't like this one. I think I would just die. I, I'm like, I really don't think I would last very wow, long. Okay, that's fine. I will try to come up with an easier no, survival no, man for next time. No, sometimes survival man doesn't survive. That's, that's the answer. <laughs> I don't think you've survived any of them. Because the first one I was, oh my. The yes, first one I I was a zombie and I bit you. No, you didn't. We, we, we you backpedaled. Didn't, you didn't bite me. Well, I called into question the whole thing. Yeah, you did. And I think uh, just second like, one, I think that our solution was to go to the basement and surround ourselves in a circle of salt. Yeah, the ma- <laughs> no, the magic one. Oh no, you think I lost the magic one because you thought we should just give in. That was my solution. <laughs> 
Uh, honestly, I think I would have survived the magic one. I think I could survive the zombie one. But I don't think I could survive the loonies. That's fine. And I, I, wanna, and I mean that sincerely. I, I wanna, really. I'm testing your limits. Yeah. All right. We are. We're moving up there in the time of the podcast. So let's yeah. go on to your last one, which is number two. I don't. I hope it's about Muppets. It's not. Ah. Inside the podcaster's studio. Wow. Yeah. What is this? I. I'm gonna ask. Where are we? <laughs> There's an audience here. <laughs> uh, no, um, I'm gonna ask you some questions about how you prepare for the podcast. Wow, I love that. That's great. <laughs> Thank you. Ask away. I came up with it on the bus. Uh, <laughs> Which bus were you taking? The S. An S bus. How does that make you feel? No. Hey, don't oh. turn the tails. So first off, how are you? How are you feeling? I'm feeling really good. Can I be honest with you? I want you to only be honest with me. I'm sad that Eat Here, Grow Here is going away. That's fair. That's fine. But I think that it does open up doors for us to do new things. Um, I think that as long as we keep peer pressure going, this is the bread and butter of our channel. Yeah. I think that we're set. Um, I like our new Game of Thrones thing. Yeah, you're talking too much. We're going to go over to step back. Uh, so first... <laughs> It <laughs> was supposed to be like a fluff question. You weren't supposed to like answer. I don't know how the rules work. All right, continue. Uh, just so um, what? So we finish a podcast. We know we have a podcast in a week. What are you? What, what are you thinking right after we finish a podcast? I usually eat food. You usually eat food. Um, does is that part of your podcasting process or? No. <laughs> Shaking your head isn't a good option. Well, you told me I shouldn't talk so much. Uh, no, right after a podcast, you know, I, I do reflect on kind of what worked and what didn't. Um, generally our podcasts, I would say are like maybe a four out of five, um, that I would rate them. So I think that there's a lot of room for improvement for us. It's good. Because the difficulty is that even as our skill as podcasters increase, so do my expectations. Yeah. I don't think it's ever possible to hit a five out of five. That's an interesting, do you think that makes you a better podcaster? Yes, I do. Good. Our ratings are going to keep dropping simply because I rate it worse. But then that's why we need the fans out there to rate and uh, comment. Yeah. Uh, are there, have there been times when you thought there was a particularly bad podcast? Yes, and we did not air it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, so so there's a safety net there. If you, if you yeah, um, I'd love our podcast to have more Muppet-related segments. I think Pez would be a really cool conversation topic, but... Generally, these ideas kind of wind up getting uh, crushed by, uh, I won't name people in particular, but I have a co-host on the podcast who I think really stifles my creativity when it comes to niche conversation topics. Do you think that that conflict kind of helps propel conversation, uh, makes you more, keep on your toes creatively? Perhaps. I would say yes, perhaps. Certain, certainly it's a possibility. Huh. He's a listener, so I don't want to go into too much detail. <laughs> no, I mean, it's fine yeah. to answer the questions now. Um, Are we talking about this podcast or my other podcast? Just podcasting oh, in general. Oh, I've been talking about this other thing I do. Don't, why? It's inside the podcaster studio. I was making, making, making jokes. Um, I make a lot of jokes to hide my pain. Well, well, well com- comedy is certainly welcome inside <laughs> the podcaster studio. Um... Uh, so, and and ha- so, can you take me through your process to come up with uh, your segments? 
Uh, yeah, I look for conversation topics that I think are going to be funny, but also uh, going to get some laughs out of everyone. Uh, can you specifically? How did you come up with some of your your segments uh, well, that we had in this episode? For the Liam Neeson segment, I came up with that actually last week. That was really clever. Uh, the reason is because I saw someone on the metro that looked a little bit like Liam Neeson, and I realized that if he was hunting me, I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. Then I realized that actually I probably would be able to come up with a pretty clever solution going to the White House, but uh, I didn't think you would be able to come up with that. So I d- and I didn't. I put it down. Uh, the other podcast segments that I had today, I can't even remember. Oh, sample size of two. I was doing some data analytics at work. Okay. So you kind of pull from your own life. Yeah. You're good at this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, the rebrand, hashtag rebrand. I think that the rebrand, hashtag rebrand, is really about uh, redefining and rebranding uh, what we do. Hashtag rebrand. Hashtag rebrand. I found that really, uh, yeah, really idea to like keep the podcast fresh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you, do you think it's important to bring new things or, uh, I always make sure that I have at least one, if not two new segments. Interesting. Uh, I mean, I think we've hit gold with segments, you know, I think that survival man's got legs giant in America. Always one of my favorites. Uh, objective perspective, I think is a very clever one. And you know what? I think sample size of two is going to keep returning back week after week. So mm-hmm. I think that uh, we've got some great ideas and it's just a matter of keeping things new, but really bringing the audience what they want. And right now, if we really listen to our audience and listen to what they want, we get uh, no ideas of what to do. Yeah. And that brings me to my last <laughs> question. How, how do you uh, interact with your audience and uh, how does that feed into the show? Uh, just this past week, I was actually offered $6 by one of our dedicated fans. You didn't tell me about that. I actually did. Oh. Cliff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I declined. I said that we're only, at this time, accepting micro donations of one to five cents. I said that because I felt awkward accepting $6. Well. Yeah. He Venmoed you. Um, no, what was the question again? That was the question you asked. Something about fans. I think our fans are great, but I think that we got to reach outside our current circles of fans and uh, get some sponsorship. Yeah. Just do it. Uh, <laughs> have it your way. <laughs> I'm loving it. Um, and I <laughs> just like to. Uh, I had one more question. No, I said that was the final question. That's fine. I have a question for you. Okay. Oh, no. I, I remember the question. Uh, would you like to... Um, are you working on any new projects? Is there anything else you'd like to plug? Yeah, I've, I'm, working, I'm working on a side project with a buddy of mine. Um, uh, I do... Uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to refine my strategy for pitching um, movie concepts. Uh, it's an industry that I think has a lot of room for growth. Mm-hmm. And uh, the more that I can um, both work on my technique, but also get my ideas out there in a fun, creative way, uh, I like to I like to put it down. So that's the. Um, this, where, where can people find that? That's uh, Son of a Pitch on YouTube. Uh, Son of a Pitch blog. Uh, WordPress is the the print side, and uh, we put out a lot of interesting stuff. We got some some cool upcoming projects uh, in the pipeline, and uh, people can go on, share their ideas, connect with me, the pitch maker. Um, and we will, we'll shape the world together. Well, thanks you for joining me today, uh, Alex, and I encourage our audience to 
check out uh, your podcasts on... Uh, <laughs> you mean this one they're listening to? Peer Pressure Podcasts. <laughs> at SoundCloud.com, I think. Just uh, Google, Google Peer Pressure Podcast. Uh, and, uh, and Son of a Pitch on YouTube. And uh, we do a Game of Thrones podcast. We do One Minute Game of Thrones. Yeah, I, cl- I closed out the segment, though, so... Oh, where where have you been, man? I was just talking to this really nice guy with glasses and a beard, and but it was like a goatee. Yeah. I, made, I made up a whole world. That's special. Yeah, no, it's, it's All right, we're, troubling. We're, do we have, no, that's it. That was the last one. Yeah. So I, I, I put a lot of energy into the start of the podcast. Why don't you take us home? All right, we're home. Oh, no, okay, no, I see what you mean. Um... <laughs> Uh, anyways, this has been Peer Pressure, uh, episode, uh, N plus one. Really? I, I, should, I should really not put you on the spot anymore. <laughs> if there's one thing we learn, it should be that. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, tune in <laughs> next week. We have a podcast coming out every week. We're going to have to spend some- a lot of energy on the inside of the podcaster studio. <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening. Tweet us uh, at Peer Pressure Pod on Twitter. <laughs> email us at um, Peer Pressure Emails 2015 at gmail.com. Um, Friend us on Facebook. Just us. Just <laughs> us. Uh, drive safe out there, America. Or not. That's okay. <laughs> you. Me. Me. Peers. 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 Bye. Heart sign. Heart sign. Love ya. Hash- I was going to do hashtag. Hashtag rebranding. Hashtag rebranding. We could get it. <laughs>